Welcome to the Assembly of Silence Radio Hour. Okay. Here we are. Those of you who've been hanging around here for a while will have noticed the Assembly of Silence has been stepping up lately. And those of you who are recent arrivals, you may be wondering what it's all about here. The Assembly of Silence started really just uh, because my friend Judah and I had these really interesting conversations that we thought were uh, so much fun that we would offer them to the world. Just on a lark. And over the course of time, we've had a number of guests, and recently we've had some guests who are a bit more well-known. Quite a bit more well-known. And so that's attracted a number of new listeners. So I'm going to continue to try to recruit guests that people find interesting because, let's face it, more well-known guests mean more of an audience. But I still want to leave open the door to people who no one knows. So I'm going to try and strike a balance with that. And uh, I'm also going to put it out there that if you or someone you know uh, would like to be on the show, or if you think that there's someone that I should know of who should be on the show, I hope you'll contact me. SilentAssembly at ProtonMail.com The door is relatively open. As long as it's an interesting conversation, I really don't care who it is. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to broadening those horizons. And, you know, there's a number of things that I have in the works that I haven't yet released that are largely my meditations on things. And some of them are recorded kind of poorly as I'm wandering around or driving or what have you. Uh, while it occurs to me, sort of off the cuff. I've released a few shows like that in the past. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some of those and just put them on Patreon and Substack for those who subscribe. Uh, Because some of them are quite long. And because it's, uh, it's just me talking, it seems like releasing that sometime soon wouldn't make a lot of sense because I'd kind of like to keep the momentum going. Uh, and, you know, while I imagine some of you are listening because you're curious as to what I think about things, when I'm interviewing people or, or having a conversation with them, I don't really think that of that as a platform for whatever I think. I think of conversation as being something where you're exploring a topic with someone. And, you know, some of your perspective gets wound into that, but you're not going to sort of draw the overall picture of what you see happening because then you'd be, um, well, dominating the, the, the field in, in the conversation, which is not really a conversation. So for those of you who are interested in, in a more flushed out version of, of how I'm seeing things or the development of how I'm seeing things, then... That will be available, and you know, maybe occasionally, such as uh, in this instance today, I'll release something short. I have a few pithy things that will give you a flavor of the kind of thing I'm talking about. It might be nice to have a, a few short episodes, because it seems like a lot of people just listen to the shortest episode they can find. So I'm going to release some of these shorter things as a way of giving you a sense of what might be behind the paywall eventually. 
for a long time, I've uh, I've been kind of going back and forth about whether this is a good idea to be doing, whether I should continue doing, whether it's a waste of time, what have you. And I've been recently, uh, of course, uh, really happy to hear that some people find this worthwhile. I've gotten some really nice comments from people lately, and uh, and that's been helpful. I'm I'm not doing this for the attention, but on the other hand, I'm not doing it to be obscure either. I, I think there's got to be some relevance to what you're doing. And if you're going to put something out there, getting a little bit of uh, feedback is really helpful. One of the things I've been wondering about since I started this thing is what exactly the Assembly of Silence is about. Because obviously, we don't just sit here in silence. We're talking about stuff. So... You know, part of the uh, inspiration for the name was the idea that people who are not often speaking would have a voice. So those who are silent in general in society, who don't have a platform, would have an opportunity to have their say. But I think there's also something else at play here, because one of the themes that keeps coming up is... Well, this Taoist concept, you know, those who say don't know and those who know don't say. There are a number of different, you know, for instance, in the last episode with Sam Vaknin, we're talking about nothingness as the solution to the various problems that we're identifying, some of which are extremely serious. And I think that there is a good reason why the Taoists, the Buddhists, the Vedic tradition, even contemplative Christianity, modern meditation practices, all of these things are providing a counterpoint to the conversation. And so it has to be said that really fundamentally you can't have silence without all this noise. And the thing that maybe distinguishes this approach is that most talk radio has no mention of the silence. That the idea of all of this activity to understand, all of the noise should be balanced with silence. Maybe that's really what characterizes this approach. Now, of course, not everyone who I'm talking to shares this perspective, but many of the people that I resonate with the most, we do all basically have this understanding that fundamentally the place to be is nowhere, doing nothing. But none of that would be possible if we weren't somewhere doing something. And so with that enigma, and you know, this is of course a beautiful illustration of the conjugal incommensurate relationships that I'm so fond of. These I would say elemental oppositions that we're all wrestling with all the time and which cause a lot of difficulty in the realm of comprehension and in particularly uh, issues around knowledge and meaning because we have this sense and it's a reasonable uh, point of view that there has to be a consistency to an argument. And so when you're confronted with a contradiction, it's difficult to keep things appearing rational. It's difficult to have the sense that it's going to make sense. 
But if we can identify that at the core are elemental contradictions that cannot be resolved, well, I mean, for instance, let's take this. You cannot have silence without noise. Now, that statement could be taken a number of different ways. You can't have silence while there's any noise present in a pure sense at any given instant, but if there never were any noise, then there would be no meaning to silence. So you have to have the understanding of the noise. Let's say even, let's not just say noise, let's say the word, for instance. The thought. Because in contemplative practice, we're talking about the activity within the mind, which may or may not be words. It's just thought objects, messages, images, fluctuations. And so what would the meaning of silence be without these things? We need both in order to have either one. So right there, I think, is a beautiful argument against the kind of purity test that happens in a lot of spiritual practices, where there's a sense of there being something wrong if you're not practicing it. One of the ideas of the gold elixir in the Taoist practice is that, uh, you know, the sage would never leave his sacred ground. But on the other hand, there are passages that say something along the lines of, whether to return to the ordinary world or to fly aloft is all up to the mind. And that is something that's uh, denoted by the yin convergence, the idea that, well, even after you've achieved a level of spiritual attainment, where you've found the practice and you've been able to sit within it, you still got to chop wood and carry water. So... Before enlightenment, after enlightenment, or never mind the word enlightenment, that's too much to put on this whole thing. Before the realization, before the understanding, after the realization, after the understanding, there are still things to do. There are still things to say. So that resolves to some extent the, uh, the dilemma of a podcast called The Assembly of Silence. This, uh, this little uh, excerpt that I'm going to offer now is uh, just a few minutes long. I think it's two minutes and 50-some-odd seconds long. How much exactly? It is two minutes and 58 seconds long. And in essence, it's about... Uh, the way we present ourselves. I can think of an argument against this point of view, but I think it's worth thinking about it anyway. And I'd like everyone to keep that in mind, that when someone is saying something, it's worth consideration, even if you can think of a contradictory argument, because isn't that what we just put forth here? That if there's a basic contradiction at the core of all things, then you don't have to eliminate something just because you can think of a valid way of contradicting it. 
It's just another way of looking at things. So with all of that, I offer you the following pithy extra from the Assembly of Silence. If you'd like to support these efforts and have in the future, I don't have anything up there just yet. There might be a couple of things that are behind the paywall, but not much. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some of these longer meditations, monologue type of things, and I'll put them up on Patreon and on Substack. So we got patreon.com slash taijireality, T-A-I-J-I-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y. And we've got taijireality, the same T-A-I-J-I-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y, dot substack.com. Both of those are places where you can sign up, support the, uh, the effort here. And, uh, and if you just want to be notified of the activities that are happening here uh, on a more kind of complete level, because I've got a number of different channels. It's not just the Assembly of Silence. There's a few different things happening. So if you just want to be notified and you don't want to send any money, you can sign up for a free email uh, messages list. You'll get emails from me on Substack, taijireality.substack.com. I think that pretty much covers everything. I hope you find this interesting. Here we go, with whatever it was I was thinking about on December 30th, 2020. Exterior attributes. We all try to pretty it up to some extent. I mean, after all, any self-respecting person is gonna put at least some effort to uh, to trying to keep a presentation that's acceptable. But in a world that focuses on presentation at the expense of the substance of things, we see that there's a terrible cost that comes from the amount of energy wasted trying to make shit look like it's something. And we could say that for each of us, to the degree that we're successful at pulling off whatever the presentation is, that's the extent to which the interior, the actual being, is masked. And we might say that that is fundamentally the root of schizoid. Because there's a schism between the presentation and the isness. And if what we think we are differs so much from what it is that we're putting out there, and the amount of energy that it takes for us to prop up the ever collapsing facade. well, then that energy can't go towards things that are of real value. And so it's the ones who fail at the cultivation of their image, the ones who go, oh, fuck it, you know, I don't care. You know, you put the thing on, and it's like, yeah, I thought it was going to look fabulous, but uh, it doesn't look so great, but fuck it. I'm going with it anyway. It's like a token of my 
half-hearted effort to try to make it look good. That's a good person. (laughs) Those are the people you want to spend time with. The ones who really look like they've got it all together, avoid them like the plague. for listening. We look forward to serving you again soon. In the meantime, remember, turn that thing over a few times before you pick it up and take it home.